to the Good Boy Podcast, the monthly dog storytelling podcast. I am your host, Ilya Alexeyev, and today I'm joined with a special guest, um, someone who I just met, but that's awesome because it is a listener, and so occasionally I have listeners reach out and say, hey, I wanna, I'm interested, this is like a cool little idea, and I'm like, awesome. So I'm joined by a listener, Rachel. Hello, Rachel. Hey, how are you? I'm doing good. Recording this, it's Sunday morning for me, so, you know, slept in a little bit. Um, you know, just chilling, ready to, to talk about everyone's favorite subject, right? Yep, definitely. Awesome. So, uh, tell me and everyone just about your kind of like relationship with dogs have you grown up with dogs did you just get a, your first dog recently what's kind of like your history there my history with dogs I definitely did not grow up with dogs I always wanted a dog when I was younger but my mom she has like severe allergies and she wouldn't let me get a dog which is understandable we had cats she was allergic to cats as well but that she doesn't have as severe of a cat allergy as she does to dogs apparently and so I grew up with cats we had like I think four cats at once was the most that we ever had. Oh wow! <laughs> um, and I, I liked cats, but I always wanted a dog. I knew dogs were, in my opinion, they're a lot more fun to have than cats. That's just my opinion. But so I always wanted a dog growing up, and I had friends that had dogs like in my neighborhood. I never had one, and so when I was 24, which I'm 25 now, when I was 24, I got my first dog. I got him last year in March, right before the pandemic started and everyone went on lockdown. Um, so I adopted him and as a puppy, he was actually five weeks old when we got him. He was, it was a situation where he was taken from his mother too early and everything like that. So he was super new, like super newborn when we got him. And so he is the first dog that I've ever had and raised him from five weeks and he goes everywhere with me. I love him so much, but yeah, I, d- I definitely didn't grow up with dogs. Always wanted one. Finally got one, um, and he's been so much fun. Awesome. And so, did you? So right off the bat, when you first got him, were you like, "I knew it, dogs rule." I'm so glad I finally got one. What was your kind of talk us through you actually getting him and your initial feeling when you got him? Well, I was. We kind of got him. I don't want to say off of impulse because that sounds bad, but. I had been wanting a dog, obviously, my entire life, but I was like, you know, I had just graduated college, and I was like, well, um, you know, I I was working, and I was like, you know, this might not be the best time to get a dog. I couldn't figure out when would be a good time for me to get a dog, because I didn't, you know, puppies are extremely hard work, and so I kind of, I kept putting it off, and I was like, maybe I should get another cat, and I'm glad I didn't do that, but I was like, maybe... (laughs) I should just get a cat because they're easier to take care of. They're more independent. Um, And I was like, no, I really want a dog. Um, And so March came around and this was before everyone had went on lockdown, but my company um, sent me to work from home for the rest of the year. And I was actually six months pregnant at the time. Um, I had a baby in June of last year. And so I was going to basically stay home the rest of the year with maternity leave and everything. And so I was on Facebook one day and I saw these puppies that someone had at their at their house to be adopted 
and I was like, I really want this dog. Like, I don't know. I just, I saw the, the litter and I was like, you know, I, I want, I, I feel like I'm ready to get a dog. And I, and like, I had woken up that day and I had not thought in my head, like, oh, I'm like, I'm going to get a dog. I just saw them on Facebook. And, um, I told my husband, I was like, I really want this. I really want this dog. I really think we should get him which it was the whole litter, but they were all boys. And so I was like, you know, I've been wanting a dog. I've been wanting a boy dog. Um, and so he was like, yeah, I mean, if, if you're going to be home for the rest of the year and, you know, you can get him. And so um, that was it. And right when I got him, um, he was definitely more difficult than I had expected. Like, I always tell people, like, he, like, I feel like puppies are more difficult than infants because, I mean, I have one and, like, she's very easy, but my dog was like very, very difficult to raise. <laughs> um, he required so much work. And when I got him, I, I mean, I was, I, I had wanted a dog forever. So I was super excited, super happy, um, took him everywhere with me. I still do. Definitely. I, I, a lot of people say they get like depressed after they get puppies and stuff like that. I never felt like that just cause I think I was like so excited to finally get a dog because I was like obsessed with dogs when I was little. I remember I had this stuffed animal that my mom had gotten me because she wouldn't get me a real dog. It was like a stuffed animal of a dog, but it was like electronic to where it would like bark and stuff. Um, <laughs> to like have those oh, back what, in like was it, 2000. Uh, I'm, so, I'm sorry. Was it one of those ones where it had like, and you like gave it a bone? Yeah, stuff? it was something. Yeah, it was something like that. And it could like move its like legs and stuff and like, um, I had one of those. And so I would like, tell, I would like tell people at school that I had a dog and like, I didn't have a dog, but I would tell people at school, I'll be like, yeah, I have a dog. And like, his name is whatever. And like, <laughs> even though like I didn't have a dog at all. So I was super excited to finally get a real dog. Awesome. You saw this Facebook post. Was this someone you knew that they, their, their dog had puppies and they were, selling them or giving them away um well yeah they was pretty much like that I didn't um know the person here in the south is like there's like a big thing with people who are just I don't want to say people who do it but dogs who are not fixed and they just kind of like roam around and have puppies and like and you know there's stray dogs everywhere down here I'm sure there are all across America but definitely in the south there's like a a big backyard breeding issue down here where people oh, wow. don't, they don't fix their dogs. And so there's, there's stray puppies and stray cats as well, like all over the place. One of the, I get, I think it was their, the people, I don't know, I don't know the, who the people are, but their neighbor's dog had gotten pregnant or something and they didn't know who the dad was. And so they had this litter of puppies and they were, and I don't, I don't think shelters were, at that point, shelters weren't taking any more dogs because they were shut down due to the pandemic and everything like that. And so they were, they had put them on Facebook and they were actually, they were selling them, but they weren't doing it for a profit. They, gotcha. they want, they were basically doing it to make sure they went to good homes. Like, cause I know a lot of people don't want to give away animals for free, but you know, cause you never know who could get them, which I agree with that. But yeah, how I found the litter, there was like two other litters available in my area with the same the same type of things as they didn't know who the dad dog was and they were just trying to find the puppies a good home um and both of those ended up falling through 
they were all the puppies were already claimed or something like that and so I saw this third litter this which is the dog I have now and I don't know I just wanted him like there's just something about him that I liked and so that's so, how it started so um you always wanted a dog did you have any were like were you one of those people you know I want a male German Shepherd or I want you know did you have like a specific dog like big dog small dog did you have anything in mind or do you did you um, think I've... it was just something like when you when you saw the dog like you you'd know that's it definitely kind of both I knew I wanted a male dog just because I had always had female cats growing up and so I was like I kind of want to change it up and get a male dog which if it would have come down to it and like we would have rescued a female dog or something it wouldn't have mattered like if it was a dog that needed a home and we felt like we wanted to get it it wouldn't the gender wouldn't have mattered in the end but I did I definitely wanted a male dog if I had the opportunity to choose definitely wanted a large breed I personally am not a fan of like small breed dogs that's just my personal opinion um and neither is my husband he had we had talked about getting a dog and he was like okay, like, I don't have any preference as long as it's not a small dog, because he does not like small dogs at all, and so I had wanted a dachshund. I had mentioned, I was like, well, let's get a dachshund, like, you know, they're, they're small, but they're not super small, and, like, they can't really, you know, jump up on the counter or anything like that, and he was like, no, I don't want a small dog, um, and so we, and I was like, okay, we can get, you know, I like large breeds, so I was like, okay, we can get a big dog, but, you know, big dogs are typically, like, harder to care for, in some ways and small dogs. Um, so we definitely wanted a large breed. Um, we knew what the mother dog was of Curtis's litter. That's what my dog's name is, Curtis. But we knew that his mom was a blue nose pit bull. And so we knew that he was whatever, we didn't know what his dad, his dad was, but we knew that he would be like a medium to large size dog. Um, and so, yeah, I definitely wanted a male dog, definitely wanted a large dog. Um, I wasn't going to get a dog from a breeder. I don't have an issue with that, but I just personally um, didn't want to go that route. I prefer mixed breed dogs. Um, I know a lot of people are the opposite, and they like to go through a breeder, in which there's benefits to that as well. But um, I definitely wanted, like, a large breed mixed dog. Yeah, I'm right there with you. I've always preferred big dogs as a kid I had we had medium-sized dogs but I was a kid and then we got a black lab my senior year of high school and since then I was like yeah I just want big big dogs so I'm right there with you mm-hmm. um, as well as I would say too about like the breeder thing is like um it can be expensive especially depend like and you know like there's so many dogs that need homes and so it's like Oh, definitely. Dropping a few thousand dollars, you know, you know, when there, you know, there's always dogs that need homes is, you know, well, I'm I'm not going to pass judgment. I know people who have bought dogs from breeders, but for me, like all my dogs have been through the Humane Society and they've been great and, you know, they need homes too. So, Uh, so talk about like the day when you actually met Curtis and that process. Um, so basically, like I said, I had woken up that morning. I had seen the post on Facebook. I messaged the girl who had posted it, and she messaged me right back, and she was like, 
yes, like we're selling them for a hundred dollars or they weren't selling them, but she was like, we're requiring that you pay a hundred dollars to make sure that they go to a good home or whatever. And so, um, I told her, I just messaged back and forth with her and told her a little bit about myself and sent her pictures of our house and our backyard. Cause I wanted her to know that, you know, we weren't people because, you know, a lot of people will get free dogs off of Craigslist and Facebook and like abuse them. And that's just like yeah. horrible that people do that. But I wanted her to know that um, that wasn't our plan, that we actually wanted him, of course, as a pet. And so I sent her some pictures of our yard, our house, you know, told her that we both have stable jobs. You know, we don't have we won't have a problem paying for his vet bills and everything that he needs and things like and things like that and so I sent her you know some pictures and she was like well she was you know she was like I'm at home so you know you can come you can come look at the litter whenever you want and so she sent me her address and it did run through my mind at several points I was like what if this is fake and like what if this is like a like a staged robbery and I'm like trying to get this puppy and I'm (laughs) you know and I get robbed or whatever and so I drove um I drove to her house and she had the litter there. She had brought them out to the front porch and there was, I want to say there was five left. There was nine in his whole litter and they were all boys, which is interesting, but there was five left and I kind of played with them a little bit and they all looked the same. Literally every single one of them, they were all, they were all black and white. So like they all looked exactly the same and they were all boys. So it really wasn't like difficult to pick. It, it wasn't like I sat there and was like, hmm, well, this one's a girl. And like they were all, I mean, they were five weeks old. So most of them were asleep. Um, but the one that I picked, Curtis, he was like very energetic, very happy. He was like licking me, you know, standing up on the side of the pen, like trying to get to me or whatever. And so that's how I picked him. I was like, you know, he seems very friendly. And and there was a couple of them that were like, seemed maybe like shy and were off in the corner, but he was very energetic and outgoing. And he definitely is to this day. He is very, very friendly. So that hasn't changed. So once, you know, you're concerned about it being legitimate um, adoption, did you, did you think like, all right, like there's like 99.9% chance that I'm, I'm coming home with a puppy. Um, well, I knew I was gonna, I was gonna get a puppy regardless. I, yeah, I definitely knew unless I would have gotten there and, and there was like something seriously wrong. I knew that I was going to get a puppy and I'm, I'm a fan of pit bulls. That's just a breed that I like. I know a lot of people don't, but personally, that's just a breed that I like. And, you know, I wanted a large breed. And so, and his, his mother dog was also there. And so I played with her a little bit and she had a very good temperament and, you know, I got to meet her and everything. And so, yeah, I mean, I I wasn't, I didn't feel uneasy about it. And after we got him, a few weeks after we got him, we did um, a DNA test through wisdom I think and he's actually like 50 50 great Pyrenees and pitbull and they didn't know what the dad dog was so the dad dog was obviously a great Pyrenees um so yeah he's a pretty interesting mix um of dog but he has a an excellent temperament and that's what everyone always says like whenever we take him to the vet or we take him anywhere people be like oh my gosh his temperament is so good like he's so happy he's not aggressive at all. I've never heard him growl. 
he's not food aggressive. You can literally like take food out of his mouth. He, he doesn't, (laughs) he won't do anything. You can take toys from him. He's good with kids. He has an extremely good temperament. And so people will be like, what breeder did you get him from? And I'm like, we got, we got him off. We got him off someone's porch. Like we did, (laughs) we didn't get him from a breeder. And so, yeah, he has a really good temperament So we got lucky. I don't know if all of the puppies have a good temperament because I don't know where they ended up, but he definitely has a, a great temperament and he's a very, very happy, friendly dog. So we got lucky with that. And we got him, of course, like health tested and everything. And he doesn't have any health issues, no problems or anything like that. So we got really lucky. <laughs> the the breeder's called Porch. It's very boutique. It's a yeah. <laughs> long wait list uh, to get in. Very exclusive. Very yeah. exclusive. <laughs> Uh, so talk about like the the first day like when you brought him home like how are you feeling Um, like like excited euphoric nervous definitely excited we I brought him home I got him home that night um and we didn't have anything like nothing we didn't even have we didn't have any food we didn't have any like supplies or anything so before I even brought him home we went to PetSmart um and we got like of course food like bowls a leash a collar like everything that we needed for him to have or whatever and some toys and everything like that and so we brought him home and he didn't I mean I know some puppies when they are first brought home they're like scared because they're away from their litter and he wasn't like that at all like he slept the entire way home and then he woke up and my mom always jokes and she's like, yeah, he, he was asleep when you got him. And then he woke up and he was like, huh, she seems nice. Like, <laughs> and cause that's, that's literally what, how it was. Like he woke up and he wasn't like scared or anything or like looking for his mom or his litter mates or anything. And you know, he was, he was friendly. He was happy. He didn't, he didn't seem afraid. He just like fit right in. That that's awesome. Like that's like, it, seems like you couldn't have it go any smoother like that's that's, yeah, in, that's definitely, in, definitely incredible yeah we definitely got very lucky I think about that all the time because I'm in a lot of pet groups on Facebook where people like adopt dogs from shelters or breeders or whatever and they'll post about like we got we brought this dog home like and from the breeder and like it bit my whole family and like won't let us touch it or whatever, which is sad. Like yeah. I feel sorry for people yeah, with issues like that. And so we got, we definitely got lucky that we have not experienced any issues like that with him. He's just super happy. And so um, how were those like er- early days? Uh, like, were you able to like train him? You follow like some online guides, like talk, talk about the, the early days of, of Curtis. We definitely had to do a lot of online stuff because after a few days after we got him is when the whole, I think it was when the whole country like went on lockdown, definitely our state. And so none of the training places were open. Like we wanted to do puppy classes and everything like that, but nothing was open. They weren't offering anything. And so we had to do a lot of like YouTube videos to learn how to train him. You know, we took him to the vet, got all of his shots. But I mean, he was he was definitely very puppyish. I mean, your typical like happy puppy. But as far as training goes, yeah, it was kind of depressing because everything was closed and I wanted to get him in training like immediately, but 
you know, everything was shut down. So we really didn't have any options. So we had to, you know, do a lot of it ourselves in the early days. And then June came around and that's when everything was really opening back up in our area. But then I had a baby in June. So I'm like, well, I can't, I can't like, go anywhere. Yeah. I'm like, I can't go anywhere. I can't take him anywhere, you know, immediately after that. And then, so I think it was August or September when we got him in a class, a training class at PetSmart. And like, I know a lot of people don't, they have different, like differing opinions on PetSmart, but the PetSmart in my area is, is really, really good. They are super nice. They have super good training classes. So we took him there and he did beginning, beginner training, intermediate. He learned a lot. So that's what it was like in the early days. We were home all the time because of COVID and so we spent a lot of time with him. He was really never by himself. And so, yeah, that's that's basically what it was like in the beginning for us. And like, what, what was kind of like, you, what was kind of like your goal training wise? Did you just want him like the basic, like listen to you when you call him? Like so, some people want their dogs to sit at like the corners before crossing the street. Some people have like, there's a lot of varying like uh, uh, degrees of, training people want what was what was kind of your uh goal training goal um I didn't really have one because I didn't know a lot about dogs like when I got him after I got him I kind of discovered like this whole world of like dogs like people have instagrams for their dogs which is why I made him an instagram (laughs) people have like youtube channels for their dogs like all kinds of things I didn't know about any of that and so when I started looking into training, I, I didn't, I mean, I just wanted him to do like the basic sit, stay, leave it like commands like that. Yeah. No, nothing serious. Some people are like very, very serious and they want, you know, their dog to be, you know, super well-trained and, and very, very strict with training. And I mean, that's fine if that's what they want, but, um, I, I didn't really want that. I mean, I like to let him be a dog and like act like a dog, but he still, um, I mean, he still knows how to listen. Like he can do sit down, stay, leave it. After he did his first two training classes, he did a board and train program here in our town. And he did, that was a three week program where he stayed with the trainer for three weeks. And she taught him a lot of just like, manners with other dogs like how to play with other dogs socialization um and that's what I really wanted him to do because because of COVID he hadn't really been around a lot of other dogs because we couldn't get out and do anything like the dog park was closed and you know I have friends who have dogs and he was he was around their dogs but that was it and so he did you know he did his beginner intermediate training and he did his board and train and so he's pretty well trained now. I mean, he's still very puppyish, but like for a puppy, I would say he's he's pretty well trained. That's awesome. Talk about the relationship between the dog and the baby because that's something like I'm really interested in. I've seen I've seen videos of like dogs being like extraordinary affectionate, you know, like curling up with the baby, like licking the baby. How how is how's yours around a baby? Definitely. Everyone told us, like a a lot of people told us, you know, because he is half pit bull, people are like, well, he's going to kill your baby. Like he's going to eat your baby. Like that's not (laughs) smart. (laughs) Yeah. And I mean, I never was worried about that because I raised him from five weeks and like, I know him. I mean, of course, dogs are dogs. Like you can't, you don't know every single thing that goes on in their head, but I have a pretty good idea of his personality and 
and things like that. And so he, everyone was like, oh, he's going to be so jealous. He's going to hate the baby. He's going to be so mad. And that's, I knew he wouldn't be like that because that's so not Curtis. He's very like Scooby-Doo-ish. Like I tell people that (laughs) he's very much like Scooby-Doo. Like he's very happy and like goofy and he's never in a bad mood. He doesn't get jealous. Like I can go to the dog park and play with like 50 other dogs and like he never gets jealous. He's just like very happy. And so when we brought her home, he didn't really seem to be he I mean, he's so like, I don't want to say clueless because he, because he's very smart, but he's like just very goofy and he didn't really seem to even care like or be concerned with what was going on. And so he doesn't he hasn't he's been around her I mean because they live in the same house but he he in the beginning I mean he was kind of just like didn't really seem to notice that she was even there now that she's gonna be eight months she's kind of like up and doing more stuff and so he loves her now he licks her all the time um she loves to pet him like she thinks that he's so funny she laughs at him all the time when he bounds around the house and acts crazy and so definitely they he didn't have any issues like from the moment we brought her home there was never never an issue with him being jealous or anything like that that's awesome like i i haven't um had any experience with any of my dogs like meeting babies but just like walking the my dogs in the past like you i could always tell like if they saw like a baby in a stroller or like you know little kids who can barely walk and they're like holding like a parent's hand like they do react mm-hmm. differently and it, but it's like like they they can tell that it's a baby mm-hmm. and it's like yeah they're very smart. they're like and it's just like an attitude like uh i don't know about attitude shift necessarily but it's like you, they they can tell the difference between a, a baby or like a small child and just like an adult and so that's awesome that uh curtis was able is is been i mean perfect with with the baby because like that, I mean, because, you know, like, if you, you know, you're not looking, the baby pulls the dog's ear or something, you know, like, that, that's always, like, a fear, but, like, it seems mm-hmm. like no issues there. Yeah, he's definitely, a, like I said, we got very lucky. He's definitely a very good-natured dog. Um, heard some very, very sad stories of people's, you know, dogs, like, biting their kids, whether it, it was provoked by the kid or not, like, pulling their ear or messing with the dog or doing something or the dog just being very jealous of the baby. Like I've heard some very like dark stories of, of stuff going wrong like that. And so it can definitely be scary. And I mean, and I know Curtis, like he's the sweetest dog ever, but I still always, every time they're together, I always, you know, there's always supervised. I never leave them in a room where they're by themselves or anything like that, because you just don't know what you just don't know what could happen, even though I'm, 99% 99% sure Curtis would never hurt a fly, but yeah. you just never know. But that's another thing that I all that I want her to grow up knowing is that, you know, you have to treat animals with respect and you can't like, just because you have a pet in the house, you can't, you know, abuse a pet and play with it like it's a toy and, and stuff like that. Cause I know a lot of kids, I've heard a lot of stories of kids being hurt by pets and it's because they provoked the pet or messed with it or took its food or did something that the parents should have taught them not to do and like so definitely definitely from day one I've been teaching her like to be gentle and you know this is what you this is how you pet a dog and 
and and things like that even though he loves all kids like I still want her to grow up knowing that you have to respect animals and give them their space yeah that's wonderful and so uh do you have any like stories that kind of like like you you, you've talked about how like uh how delightful and wonderful Curtis is do you have like any stories that really like epitomize your like like this is like the Curtis story and this show you know this is just like epitomizes why he that he's so wonderful I would say I don't have any specific stories like one specific story but just a lot of little things like he loves to go in the pet store Um, that's like his favorite thing I take him in there every weekend in PetSmart or in Petco or just somewhere even if it's like a local store I take him somewhere every weekend so he can get out and you know he loves to see people he loves to look at like the he loves to go up to like the guinea pig cages and like look at the the small animals and stuff and people always like get so excited everyone at our pet smart in our neighborhood everyone knows him like the whole staff knows him because he does training there because we go in there so much they know him by name and every time he comes in they're like oh my gosh curtis is here and like they come out from the back and give him treats and pet him and everything because he's so sweet and of course he loves the attention because he just he's very like outgoing and he loves attention from anyone or anything and so he gets super excited and like all the kids come up and pet him um and stuff like that and so he's actually this year he's starting his therapy dog training because I think that would be something that he would be super good at and that he would love to do so that's what he's going to do this year um is be therapy dog trained so he can go to hospitals and schools and stuff like that oh wow that's awesome that's incredible. Like you uh, you messaged me on Instagram, like when you initially reached out mm-hmm. and you put, uh, it, it says positive football, you know, with the pun positive P A W, but, mm-hmm. but like, that's like, like absurdly true. Like e- everything you said, he just is like, seems like such like, uh, joy and delight. Oh, definitely. People always ask that when they, when they, when he's like so happy and they're petting him in the store or whatever, and he's being so sweet and people are like, Oh, what breed is he? And I'm like, well, he's half great Pyrenees, half pit bull. And they're like, really? And I'm like, yeah. Like, cause you know, people, a lot of people don't like pit bulls and they think they're, you know, mean and aggressive and which I'm sure there are some out there that are like that because my personal opinion is it's how you raise a dog is what makes it you know, is what is how it's going to grow up to be, which of course there, some dogs have genetic issues, but, um, I raised Curtis to be very, very sweet and very affectionate, which he was by nature anyway. So it made it easy, but you know, people always ask what breed he is. And when I say pit bull, they're like, Oh really? I'm like, yeah, he's half pit bull and he's not like vicious or aggressive or anything like that. And so that's definitely, um, a good and that's definitely I like it when people ask that because it kind of makes them realize like oh wow like these dogs aren't you know all all the time they aren't what the media says that they are yeah and and I think there certainly is to be something said I 100% agree with you with the um it's it's training and like for me I always wonder it's like there's got to be something about pit bulls that attract people who mistrain them and mistreat them and where they've, mm-hmm. where they've gotten this um, this bad rap. So we're out here saying, uh, here's a perfect example of a wonderful pit bull. So they're out there. Yeah, exactly. Please please train your dogs uh, properly. Yeah, definitely. 
Awesome. Um, is there anything else you want to say? Maybe any anything I like you wanted to to say on on the show? I don't think so. Just that for anybody that's just gotten a puppy, because I know a lot of people have adopted puppies during the pandemic. I mean, I did because a lot of people are still working at home and they have a lot of free time or it's just, and that's, that's why I did it is because I knew I would be at home for the rest of the year. And it was finally like the perfect time for me to get a dog and be home with him and, and stuff like that. And so just if anybody has just gotten a puppy or is thinking about getting one, um, definitely don't give up. That sounds like cliche, but there are so many times with Curtis I was like this is so hard like it's so hard to potty train a puppy and and you know leash train and all this stuff and like I would just be like oh my god I can't do this so definitely don't give up it gets better with time Curtis is about to be one next month and so he's definitely far easier than he was when he was a young puppy so definitely don't give up even when it gets difficult and don't another thing would be don't compare yourself to other people that have dogs that act differently because that's something that I used to do a lot is I would see like friends who have dogs or um or you know other people out in public with dogs and I would be like wow like they're that dog seems so well trained like you know, they seem like, cause Curtis, I mean, he used to be, when he was a puppy, he used to be extremely hyper when we would take him out. And so I would see people with like calm dogs and be like, wow, that dog is so much better behaved than Curtis. Like, what am I doing wrong? Or this dog was potty trained so much quicker than Curtis. Like, what am I doing wrong? And so I would like compare myself and beat myself up and be like, oh, wow, I did this wrong or whatever. And I would say don't definitely don't do that because every dog, it doesn't matter how good your dog is. Every dog has its own set of issues, just like people do, like just because you might not be able to see that someone's dog has issues. It definitely I mean, there's definitely no dog is perfect is what I'm trying to say. So don't if you just got a new puppy or if you're thinking about getting one, definitely don't compare yourself to other people. That was extremely well said. Uh Rachel, thank you for reaching out and coming on the show. Sounds like you've done a wonderful job with Curtis, and Curtis is wonderful. Thank you. Wonderful dog, and I will definitely reach out to you down the road just out of curiosity about how the, the therapy uh, training goes, because that's yes, that's a that's a wonderful thing. So, again, thank you so much for coming on the show. Thank you for having me. And thank you, the listener, for listening. The show is available on all podcast platforms, Spotify, iTunes, Google Play. If you listen on it, it's probably there. And if it's not, let me know and I'll figure something out. Please rate or follow the show wherever you do like it. That helps with visibility and helps get new listeners. I've also been working hard on growing an Instagram page, at the good boy pod. So check it out if There's a lot of wonderful dog pictures there. Thank you, and keep petting those dogs.